Welcome everyone to Take the Lead. I am your host, William Kliske. And I am John O'Halloran. And on this episode, we're going to talk about Vontez Berfic being suspended for the season. Mm-mm-mm. We're going to go over some MLB postseason again and some changes that are happening in the MLB. And we're going to talk about the NFL from week four and update you on our weekly picks. So to start it off, John, wild card game, Tuesday night and Wednesday night. For the AL and the NL, respectively. Yeah, uh, tomorrow I believe is the NL Na- uh, Brewers versus Nationals. It's gonna be a good game. Yeah, so uh, we'll start with the AL A's versus Rays. Oh, is Who- that uh, the Rays are the first game? I don't know if it's the first game, but but what, I, I, well, I guess start with the Rays and A's. Uh, yeah, our team's in the AL, so might as well start there. <laughs> Of course, they didn't make the playoffs. But yeah, it's sad. Next year, hope we'll, we'll see. We'll get there. But uh, yeah, I mean, both teams are obviously good. They both had ninety three plus wins, I think, or maybe ninety three wins even. But um, uh, both teams with two games left in the season were uh, ninety six and sixty. No, yeah, that math adds up. Yeah, ninety six and sixty. Wow. Yeah. Um. No, ninety six and sixty four. That's the math that adds up. Uh, I uh, I think it'll be a good game, but in my opinion, I think Oakland's the better team because the way I look at it, I mean, I was watching the Yankees and Rays game that was on, I think, last Monday or Tuesday, whatever it was, and uh, just a roster I looked at when they had the uh, batting order. I looked at that Rays batting order, and I was like, I'm surprised this team, this team even made the playoffs, but I think they sorely made the playoffs on their pitching because they had good pitching. Um. True Smiley, I think that's his name is was his Cy Young. I think that's his name. I might be wrong. I probably should look that up. I got you. All right. Uh, no, they had a former AL uh, AL Cy Young from last year. Um, but then you look at Oakland. Oakland's got good pitching. You know, they got Chris Davis who smashes home runs. Uh, if I have to pick a team, I probably would have to pick you no know, Oakland. You no know, Oakland. Uh, I think the game is in Oakland. Uh, if you guys remember from the 2012 playoffs, uh, the year uh, the Athletics made the the playoffs, I think they made it in 12, 2012, 2013. You know, um, those fans were crazy. I think having uh, the fans behind the A's for this one pl- uh, playoff game, it's going to work out for Oakland. Uh, so I just want to tell you that uh, Drew Smiley, he hasn't been on the Rays for three years. Okay, well, what the hell? <laughs> then we'll... Uh, can you look at the uh, sign? Yeah. What was his name? I don't uh, know why I said Drew Smiley. I thought that was him. I'll, t- I'll tell you the rotation. Yeah, he's been, he's been on the Phillies. He's on the Phillies right now. All right, well, my mistake, fellas. <laughs> uh, let's see. Rays starting pitchers. Do you want to take another guess of who their starting pitchers are? I think one name is Charlie, I'm pretty sure. Alright, so their starting pitchers are Snell, Morton, Glasnow, Chirinos, Yarborough, and McKay. Now, what's Snell's first name? I don't know. The list I found just said B. Let me figure it out. B. Snell. I think that's the guy Blake. on the side. Blake Snell. Blake Snell won the Cy Young last year. Yep. But uh, you know, having on a one million dollar salary this year, you know, cheap. Oh yeah, if he's uh, if he's pitching uh, the one playoff game, 
No, it definitely work out for the Rays, but I'm still going with the uh, with Oakland this game. Like I said, they got a home field advantage, having those fans behind them, and I'm just I just think they have the upper hand. Yeah, I'm look trying to find the stats right now for the season. Let's see. Um, but then you can't count out Tampa Bay because I do not think Tampa Bay was going to have a a repeat what they had last season. They went nine nineteen seventy two missed the playoffs. You know they came back this year. They were on fire. There was a uh, for a while they did lead the AL East, but the Yankees just absolutely pulled away and uh, ran away with the division. But uh, yeah, it's gonna yeah. be an interesting game. I can't wait to watch it. Uh, I think MLB playoff baseball is one of the best postseasons out there. I gotta put up there with the NFL playoffs. Yes, Snell didn't have so hot of a season. He didn't. Uh, he was six and eight with a four point two nine ERA. Wow, well, so I'm not gonna go uh, roll with him. He, he had a little bit of an injury thing that happened this year, so his stats weren't as good. Because other than his Cy Young year last year, he's not so hot. In 2016, he was six and eight. 2017, he was five and seven. Last year he was twenty one and five, and this year he was six and eight. Wow, so it's kind of like an off and on with this guy. It's, it's more like off, off, on. He had a more remarkable year. Yeah, one good year. But so, who is your pick? I'm. I just. I just gotta go with Oakland on this team. I, I have to agree with you. For that, I'm going with Oakland. Then, All we, right. then we got the second game, uh, which is tomorrow. Uh, Brewers versus Nationals. Uh, I think the Nationals are all around a better team. Uh, not having Christian Yelich is definitely going to hurt the Brewers. Yeah, but if they can put the rest of their team together for one game, because they definitely been playing, they, they've been actually playing pretty well without Yelich. Uh, but you know, if you put uh, either Max Serger or Steven Strasburg on the mound, especially with Serger, who's been one of the best pitchers the past seven years. Oh yeah. Uh, the Nationals definitely got the upper hand. Uh, you know, the Nationals they got a. Good roster: Anthony Rendon, uh, Trey Turner, uh, Juan Soto, and just a couple other pieces to that team, which uh, definitely could propel them over the Brewers. Like I said, putting uh, Max Scherzer on the mound for a one playoff game, I'm going with him nine out of ten of the times. Uh, this game's also uh, home field advantage for Washington. I think the fans will rally behind him. I think they'll have the motivation. I see them winning this game. Yeah. I'm kind of in the same boat, but just for the main reason that the Blue Brewers are out with Christian out, Christian Yelich is out for the Brewers. Yes, and I just think that's just like a big blow. But you said they've been doing well without him, and yeah, that's true. They've been doing pretty good, but I think the Nationals being home and being able to toss in their number one starter will have a big detriment yes. to the Brewers. So we'll see how that goes, mm-hmm. and then. You wrote down, is this Mookie Betts' last game as a Red Sox? So I want yes. you to expand on what you saw to write that in our notes. So the, but it's been for a while now that there's rumors that the Red Sox might trade Mookie because the Red Sox are trying to lower down their payroll. Um, as a Red Sox fan, no, as a Red Sox fan, but being a Mookie Betts fan, I don't want it to happen. Uh, there's no way they can bring back Mookie Betts and J.D. Martinez. Um, in my opinion, they should have never gave Chris Sale that big contract. Uh, I think they should have saved that contract for Mookie Betts. Um, I definitely do see them trading Mookie Betts at the end of uh, during the offseason. If not, I think they trade him during the trade di- trade deadline next year. 
It's unfortunate. Oh, this guy's done so much for his organization. You know, was part of the World Series team last year. He's been one of the best players in the MLB for maybe, maybe uh, I would say maybe three or four years now. But uh, just uh, as a Red Sox fan, I don't want it to happen, but I understand that the Red Sox are trying to lower down the payroll, slash the payroll. It's going to be interesting to see what can happen. Uh, if they do trade him, though, they can bring in top prospects, what the Red Sox do need, because the Red Sox farm system is ranked the worst. Uh, no, they can bring in a couple of pitchers to help the pitching rotation because once again the Red Sox pitching rotation wasn't this good. I uh, wasn't uh, good at all. The only bright spot was uh, Eduardo Rodriguez who had 19 wins. I swear to God, you read my mind. Really? As you were talking, I was thinking of going to be. I was going to ask you a follow up question on if they treated Mookie best, Beth, Mookie Betts, would they trade him for prospects or for help now? And the fact that the moment I thought of it, you started talking about That's it. Funny. I thought it was That's really funny, funny I think and coincidental. Wherever they trade him, I think they can get a uh, an, a decent player, not a star player. I think they can get a decent player, a couple pitchers, and a, um, a couple top prospects. Yeah, because Mookie Betts, he's one of the best in the league right oh, now. Oh, yeah. And for the money that he's worth, right, at ne- or the money he's getting right now, just yeah, different. Um, So... The Cubs and Joe Madden parted ways. Yes, which is really interesting because I uh, Joe Madden, yeah, I almost said John Madden for some reason. Two different sports here, pal. Whoopsies. Uh, John Madden has been great. Joe. I just said John. <laughs> Joe Madden has been ta- uh, fantastic for the Cubs. I actually got a couple stats right here. Uh his record with the uh, Cubs, 470, uh, 471 wins, 338 losses. Uh, he won Manager of the Year in 2015. You know, four 90-win seasons, uh, four playoff appearances, 2015-2018. Uh, you know, he brought the Cubs to the World, uh, helped the Cubs win the World Series in 2016 for the first time in 100 years. Uh, three NLCS appearances. I know it's going to be interesting to see which way the Cubs are going, if they're going to be rebuilt. If they're gonna bring someone else in, um, I just have something on the bottom of this ticker on ESPN that the Angels also part away uh, part of ways with their manager, and it said that they are heavily interested in uh, Joe Madden. So if that happens, that'd be interesting. Yeah. So it looks like Joe Madden could be going to the uh, Angels if it happens. But I just want to see what the Cubs are gonna be doing if they're gonna be rebuilding because, you know, from 2015 up until you no know, last year they were a contender you know they missed the playoffs this year they had definitely had an off season off season this year they were in playoff contention up until uh towards the end of this month they completely crapped the bed which is unfortunate for the cubs fans because i'm sure they wanted to see the team back in the playoffs but you know it is what it is if during that last sentence you listeners and you're wondering what happened to john's voice i accidentally lowered his thing instead of raising it so if he went down in volume, I apologize. I'm still working with this new audio recorder, trying to figure out all these levels and stuff. Mm-hmm. But anyways, um, Pirates got rid of Clint Hurdle. Phillies move on from Gabe Kapler. Which is surprising. Yeah. was Is it? Yeah, because yeah, you know, they brought that guy in last year to be uh, to help. You know, the Phillies get back on track and be a contender. And, uh, I didn't realize it was his first year, so uh, that's on la- me. I think last year was, and oh, you know, yeah. they already got rid of him, which honestly wasn't doing Short a good job. Stay. Yep, wasn't doing a good job because last year they started off good. Then they uh, crapped the bed. You know, this year they were in first place for a while, and 
once again, they couldn't get it done. You know, not too long ago, there were, you know, two games out of the wild card, and I didn't even know what happened with the Phillies. Uh, they spend too much on Bryce Harper. And I was that's like, what they can't even trade him. That's yeah, and he's there for ten nine more years. Um, Have fun spending that money, bro. Yeah, but it's official. The Twins set the single home run, the single season home run record with three hundred and seven. We talked about it on last episode yep, how they I've reached this a couple times. Yeah, but now they're at three hundred and seven. It's the final mark of the season, and beat last year's Yankees with two sixty seven. With a 40 home run increase in That's one crazy. season. And even with the Twins doing that, in the MLB, there was more strikeouts compared to hits in the entire season. So according to MLB stats on Twitter, there was 42,823 Ks versus 42,040 hits. That's almost 800 more strikeouts than hits. And I want to get your thoughts, John. Um do you think having more strikeouts than um, hits in a season is good for baseball in the long run? In my you, opinion, yes, because if you go to – I don't know if this would really answer your question good enough. You know, if you have a good pitching rotation, you can shut down a good hit, uh, a good hitting team. You know, it works well for you. I actually like that because – don't get me wrong. I like home runs in baseball, but I also like seeing uh, dominant pitching staffs uh, shut down good hitting teams. Yeah. That makes sense. There's probably a lot of people out there that agree with that stance. Mm-hmm. But the fact that there's more hit, more, more strikeouts than That's hits, crazy. too. So the, pitching just, was, the pitching was on this year. Yeah, it's Except crazy for the teams that faced the yeah, Twins. Yeah, exactly. The Twins just took everybody yard, averaging almost two home runs a game. Oh, man, boy. And uh, the Royals are the first team to have three players lead in triples. So while the Twins were dominating home runs, the Royals were like, Nah, we're not gonna hit it out, but we're gonna hit it to points with our speedy guys. Yep. To get to get the third. I don't know how many of those triples turned into runs though. But probably not a lot it's the Royals. Hmm? Pro- I said probably not it's the Royals. Oh yeah, true. Um So switching sports for a moment. We're gonna go to basketball since we haven't really spoken about that yet. So let's start with Kyrie Irving. He mentioned that he failed this, his Celtics teammates this past season. It's kind of kind of crazy. Yeah, he even well, said that. Yeah, because um, it was two weeks after uh, he said he was going to sign long term with yep, Boston. Said, uh, his grandfather passed away, mm-hmm. and ever since then, like the rest of the season, he just wasn't himself. Yep, he was. He distanced himself from his teammates, and he just wasn't himself on the court either. Yep. So. But it makes you wonder if, uh, now let's say if his grandfather didn't pass away, it makes you wonder if he would have stayed in Boston. Personally, I don't think he would have stayed if his grandfa- uh, grandfather never passed away. Probably wanted to go home regardless. Yes, because I think Kyrie, the whole entire time he was in Boston, he knew what he was doing. He did not want to, he never even wanted to come to Boston in the first place at all. The teams he requested, if I remember, was uh, Phoenix, um, uh, I want to say Minnesota, San Antonio, and Brooklyn. Yeah, um, ended up like going that. to the Celtics, but you could tell he don't want to be here. No, he's home. He's happy. He always wanted to be, but uh, yeah, it's crazy. He even came out and said they failed his teammates when the whole time, um, 
when he was there. I remember a story when they were in Miami. They landed at 3 in the morning, and uh, the young guys went straight to the club. He went straight to the hotel. He got mad at those guys. And uh, that same game, uh, that same uh, time in Miami, the Heat beat the Celtics. Uh, Kyrie was found on the uh, Heat's uh, practice shooting around court, hoping his teammates would come. They didn't. And I think that set off um, a trigger in Kyrie's head and said, I'm not coming back here. Uh, I'm done being here. Yeah, I could understand that. But um, speaking of Kyrie Irving going back to Brooklyn, his new teammate, Kevin Durant, he's out for the season with his Achilles injury. Yes. And so that's one year down with Durant. So do you think the new acquisitions of Kyrie Irving and um, um, what's his name? DeAndre Jordan? Yeah, DeAndre Jordan. Do you think that's enough for Brooklyn to make a run in the playoffs? I know uh, it's not enough for them to get to the NBA Finals, in my opinion. I honestly want to say yes because the East is so weak. Fact. You know, teams squeak in the playoffs in the East with 38 wins. Which is ridiculous yeah. considering 42 or 41 wins is 500. Yeah. I mean, look at the West. A team that uh, finishes with 38 wins and is considered one of the worst teams in the West. When a team with, uh, did I say 38? Yeah. 38. Uh, yeah. We consider one of the worst teams in the West. And you look over at the East, teams with 38 wins, 39 wins, 40 wins, 41 wins making the playoffs. Um, That's the East for you, though. Uh, I think they will make it, but Kyrie always said he wanted, uh, always wanted to lead his own team. Now he's going to get the opportunity again. He did it in Boston. Uh, can he do it in Brooklyn, though? I think he can. Um, but I don't see them being a top three, four, uh, top uh, three seed or even top five seed. I do see them being the uh, seventh or eighth seed. But, yeah, I do see them getting in. Yeah, I I can see them getting to the playoffs, maybe winning a first-round matchup but, uh, upsettingly. But uh, missing the- KD would definitely hurt. But uh, once KD comes back, those two can be a force in the uh, East. Yeah, because they'll have the entire... They have all of this season up until next season to click, get yep. chemistry, and then start practicing next year. Yeah, which so, is going to be crazy. It's a lot of time, just kind of like Ben Simmons in Philadelphia yep. when he sat the whole year. Got to mix with the team. Yep. Unfairly sh- one rookie of the year, in my opinion. Yeah, that should never happen. But it's the NBA's rules, so not going not gonna to care. But... um. Moving on to our home team, Jalen Brown. Is he worth a max extension? Hmm. Personally, I'm saying no. Yes. For I agree for with the you. simple fact that he's like the fourth best player on the team right now. Mm-hmm. Kemba Walker, Gordon Hayward, and Jason Tatum are all better than Jalen Brown. So yes. I don't think they would give Jalen Brown a max so that if anything, they'd save it for Jason Tatum the following season. And think about that. I I think Jalen Brown's been in the league for three or four years now. Three years because Tatum's been here for two. He's been one year older. So than three years. Uh, Jalen Brown. I know he's still twenty two, but he really hasn't really improved much. He hasn't impressed me at all. But um, like I I agree with Will saying no. The only way he will get it if this year he absolutely tears up the league and goes off. But um, I honestly think that Jalen Brown is going to be trade bait. But um, I don't know who they can bring in for him. 
I don't know either. I'd have to look and see what teams need a small forward. Because I know they tried trading him and uh, Jason Tatum for uh, Anthony Davis, but unfortunately the Lakers swept in and got Anthony Davis. Thankfully. But, um, thankfully. I I wouldn't have liked it if they traded both. No. Neither, but uh, yeah. Especially since Kyrie Irving left. But yep. we got Kemba Walker, so we're good. But yeah, I definitely don't think uh, uh, Jalen Brown's worth the max contract or max extension. <laughs> Same thing. Yeah, but with basketball now, it seems like by the time... Ta- I give it like ten years. Everybody's going to be getting the max. Yes, <laughs> like literally everybody. Oh, you're our thirteenth man. We don't pay. Here's twelve million dollars a year <laughs> to be on our team. But yeah, I do agree with Will. Uh, you know, you just look at that team. You know, Jason Tatum, uh, Kimball Walker, Gordon Hayward uh, is finally showing signs of coming back from his uh, after having the injury. I know it's not gonna be the same Gordon Hayward from uh, when he was on the Jazz. I hope it's somewhere close though. Oh, if it is, that'd be nice. It really would. But yeah. I just don't think Jason, uh, J- uh, Jason. I don't think Jalen Brown's going to get that money. Unfortunately, I know he wants it, but honestly, don't see him being in the Celtics' plans in the next couple of years. Oh, as really? crazy as that sounds, yeah, I really think they're going to trade him, or he's going to walk away. Hmm. Didn't think about that as a possibility. I was just thinking. Of I'm money. probably going to be wrong, but yeah, we'll just a thought. Find out. But uh, we'll switch off to the final sport that we talk about. Because I don't watch hockey, and I don't hockey starts this uh, Wednesday, boys. Uh, Capitals versus Blues. I'm going to try my best to keep you guys up on hockey. And if you guys are wondering, my favorite team is Detroit Red Wings. So we'll have a segment every episode. It'll be like just quick updates on hockey. Yeah, it'll be like uh, John's hockey minute or something. Yep. We'll give you 60 seconds on the clock. Just run down everything hockey for the past couple days. All right. Yeah, I, I can do that. I can do that, definitely. It, we'll give him more than a minute. Don't <laughs> think I'm limiting him to that. Because it's hockey. Yeah. We'll we'll call it John's Hockey Minute, but we'll just have it be like seven minutes every episode or something. Uh-uh. Yes. Like, have it in the name. Just specify it's a minute, All but right. never follow through. That's so funny. Be like, here's John's Hockey Minute. 15 minutes later, still talking about hockey. Yep, Will whole, hasn't said a word, haven't said a word in like 10 minutes just because I have no idea what's happening. But I'll I'm, I'll try to get into it. I'll try to have some it's inputs a good here. Yeah, I understand. It's good. I just don't understand yeah, what's going right. on. It's all right. Um, let's see. Vontez Perfect. He was the dirtiest player to ever play the game. What are your thoughts on his hit? Against that Colts player, Jack Doyle. Uh, it's it was a dirty hit. It was really a disgusting dumb. hit. Uh, this guy's been doing these kind of hits since he's been in the NFL. And uh, what disgusted me the most when he was running off the field, this guy was actually smiling and blowing cri- uh, blowing kisses to the crowd. Dude, you don't do that. Literally, I think this is the last time we see um we see uh Von. What's his name again? Vontez Perfect. See, that's much I care about him. I don't remember his name. Uh, Vontez Perfect. Just botched his last name. Again, don't care. <laughs> um, uh, I think this is the last time we'll see him in the NFL. Do you think it compares to the hit Jonathan Jones hit to on Josh Allen? I uh, See, I think it's two different things. I agree. Because um, Josh Allen was going down. Because mm-hmm. Josh Allen has a good... At least half a foot on Jonathan Jones. Yeah. And if you watch it closely, the um, front of Allen's helmet hit the ear of Jones. Yes. So Jones didn't lead with the crown. 
So I think it's complete two two completely different scenarios. Mm-hmm. So, but Burfix hit with the crown, and obviously this isn't the first time John um, Vontez Burfix has done something. He's dirty. done this a bunch of times. It's so I found this list of notable infractions. They aren't all in game. They're or they're, I mean they're all in game. Yes, but they're not all like. In the NFL? In regards to, like, hurting a player. Okay. So, we'll start. He had three incidences in 2013. So, on this list, it says striking player in groin, spearing, and hit on defenseless player. This guy's ridiculous. Uh, all those resulted in fines, 10,000, 21,000, 21,000. Yep. On 2014, surprisingly, only one. Um, ankle twisting, $25,000. Ankle twisting. That's what it says. <laughs> um, in 2015, there was three separate unsportsmanlike incidents, which cost him $69,454. That's a nice number. Um, in 2016, there was four incidences. There was a hit on, de- on a defenseless player, $50,000 fine. Uh, multiple violations of player safety rules suspended three games. Um, he stomped on someone's leg. Uh, Seventy five thousand dollar fine. Yeah, wow. Uh, he flipped middle finger to the crowd. <laughs> that that resulted in twelve thousand one hundred fifty four thousand twelve thousand one hundred fifty four dollar fine. Uh, unsportsmanlike conduct twelve thousand one hundred fifty four dollar fine. Uh, hit on defenseless player in two thousand seventeen. Uh, suspended three games. Violation of NFL's PED policy, suspended four games. Um, unnecessary roughness, $112,000. Lowering helmet during tackle, $53,482 fine. And the vi- violation of us in, uh, unnecessary roughness le- on uh, Sunday, resulting in a suspension of 12 games, which is the rest of the season. That is so much money that guy has coughed up since he's been in the league. Yeah. I don't know how long he's been in the league. Seems like since 2013. Yeah, sounds, about right. sounds about right. But uh, Field Yates on Twitter tweeted this out uh, today as of the recording. Uh, Vontez Perfect has now been suspended four times for a total of 22 games, costing costing him four million six hundred twenty-two dollars. $4,622,182 in salary and been fined nine other times totaling $411,064. And six, $411, so this guy has coughed up $4 million once. Over $5 million lost for unacceptable on-field actions. Yeah, this guy will never be in the NFL again. Do you think he's done? I think he's done. I don't think any team's going to want to pick this guy up. And if they do... What about an XFL team? Sorry, whenever I mention I have to speak like Vince McMahon. Uh, I could see the XFL being a possibility. If not, then I think his career, a whole football career is done in general. Speaking of the XFL, we meant to mention this on the last episode, but they're having their draft on October 15th and 16th. So, John, over under 50%, Andrew Luck goes number one. Just imagine if Andrew Luck. <laughs> just imagine though if Andrew Luck actually left the NFL to go play in the XFL. Because his dad's like what the president. 
or vice president or something. Oh, I didn't know that. No, he's like a higher power. Like, hold on, I'll I'll get I'll find out his exact position. But that'd be crazy. Though. We didn't plan on talking about this. Just imagine if Andrew Luck actually said to the NFL, "Yeah, screw you, I'm gonna go play in the XFL." Just imagine. Um, Oliver Luck, for um, is an American business executive and former football quarterback. He is currently the CEO and commissioner of the XFL. I so over under fifty percent. Andrew Luck goes to the XFL. I'm going over. I, you I, think I, so? No, I, as you as you as you mentioned that, I'm going over. Even because of his injuries, then the XFL is probably going to be like harder hitting. Okay, man, we'll go under now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm just kidding, fellas. I don't think it's going to happen. But it'd be <laughs> really imagine if they draft him. Andrew Lux is like, I didn't sign up for this. <laughs> With the first pick in the 2019 XFL draft, the New York whatever. The yeah, New York whatever select. Andrew, Andrew Luck. <laughs> from the Indianapolis Colts. That'd be so crazy. Uh, but yeah, I, I think Fontes, uh, uh, his career is done. I, yeah. So so many hits. It's unfortunate. Yeah, so I have a question for you. I got an answer. We, we didn't plan on talking about this, but now I want to talk about it. Uh, the XFL. Do they last more than one season this year? Or this time around? <laughs> I think they're going to last longer than they did before. I think they're going to last longer than the uh, AAF, whatever it was. Yeah, that also lasted one year. Did? It was only last year. Or this year. Um, I think. I'll double check. But I tell me why I, you think it's going to last longer. I don't know. I think... I don't know. Maybe just a different... It's just a different time now, maybe. And I think... That people actually maybe might care about it this time because at first it didn't do bad at all. People actually watched the XFL at first. Then after that, people stopped watching it. But I think people will pay more attention to it this year or this time around. Yeah, they only had one season. Um, they began playing February 9th, 2019, six days after the Super Bowl. Um, on April 2nd, the league's football operations were suspended by controlling owner Thomas Dundon, who purchased his stake in the league shortly after it began play. Uh, two days later, the AAF allowed players to leave their contracts to sign with NFL teams. And on April 17, 2019, the league filed for Chapter 7 bankruptcy. So they they lasted like two months. Do you think the XFL lasts? Yes. I think they'll um, do good. I think, I think they'll at least make it through their season. Yes, but it's going to be interesting if they'll Without do it. I think it'll be interesting to see if they will, uh, if they will last longer than they did. Because I don't know. I think I want to say the last two seasons last time. It might be I'm pretty sure it was one. It was one. I'll double check. I'll be the fact checker while John talks about. But it. But yeah, I definitely do think that the XFL will last this time. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but something. I don't know. I think people just pay more attention to it this time. Yeah. Yeah. One season in 2001. So it was one season. I thought it was two. Yeah, but the reason I think it'll last longer is because they're not going to do what they did last time and bring, like, wrestling into it. Yes, and uh, how they did it last time is they put the football. I don't think they're going to do it this time. Their coin toss was to put the football in the middle of the field, and they have two guys. The players run to it and yeah, try to take it. That's like stupid, that. Vince. I, I like sla- that. I should slap him back of the head, buddy. It's funny. Yeah, but if they actually uh, – He hate me. He hate me. <laughs> I should get that jersey. <laughs> Uh, I, I need that shirt. I'm going to see if I can find one real quick. 
I'm just gonna type in "He Hate Me" jersey on Google and see what it comes up. Yeah. Um. I th- actually, I, I got a good feeling about the XFL this time. I think it's actually, I think it'll do good. And if it doesn't, just imagine that Vince McMahon tried this twice and it's failed twice. I found one. How much is it going for? Hold on. I'm loading the page right now. What do you guys think? It's on Amazon, too, so it's really. What reliable. do you guys think at home listening to this podcast? What Let us know on is? our social media. At William Kleski on both Twitter and Instagram. Mine is at uh, underbar John, underbar O'Halloran. That is Twitter. And my Instagram is John O'Halloran15. I think I said Instagram. If I didn't, yeah, whatever, fellas. <laughs> and uh, if you guys want to subscribe to my YouTube channel, I want to start vlogging. Uh, my YouTube channel is also John O'Halloran. But yeah, just go to one of those and let Will and I know if you think the XFL will last. Yeah, so um, Rod Smart, he hate me football jersey, uh, $40. Not bad at all. Free shipping on Amazon. There we go. So I think we need it. I think it's hilarious. I'm getting a phone call. Oh, no. Who is it? My father. Uh, I'll talk about the next topic because I'm going to talk about the All Patriots. right, then I'm going to come back for it. Uh, so... We're going to move on to the Patriots while John takes his football or his phone call. So, Patriots defense is what gave him the victory this week because Tom Brady did absolutely horrible. He was 18 of 39, 150 yards, an interception, zero touchdowns. He only completed 46% of his passes and... Had a 45.9 QBR. That's not good. The defense was incredible. Four interceptions, blocked punt for a touchdown. And the defense is the reason why New England is still winning. Uh, Tom Brady, he looked human this game. But it is what it is. We're still winning. The defense is phenomenal. That's 10 interceptions already for New England in four games. They keep that up. That's 40 interceptions as a team, but I don't think that's happening. Um, Devin McCourty, four straight games with an interception just by himself, which is great. Jamie Collins has three. But also in this game, Josh Allen, he didn't look so hot either while he was on the field. He was 13 of 28 for 153 yards with three interceptions, which gave him only a 24 QBR, which... That's not good, and when Matt Barkley came in, he didn't do so good either. I didn't write down his stats, but they weren't that great. He also threw an interception. But the one notable thing to talk about from this game is that Frank Gore, he reached 15,000 career rushing yards, which is great for him. Um, Frank Gore, what a what a career he's having. Um, I gotta double check something real quick. So currently, I'm gonna talk about John and I's uh prediction scores real quick. So, um, where are you? Where's our week? There you are. Week three picks. Okay, we both picked the Bengals for tonight's game that's about to start but going into that game i'm holding a record of 17 and 12 and john's holding a record of 18 and 11 so he's still going to be beating me after the monday night football game which is unfortunate 
And let's talk about Daniel Jones. Moving on real quick to the Giants uh Redskins game. Um he got another win. They won twenty four to three. He was twenty three thirty one, two hundred twenty five yards, touchdown and but two interceptions, seventy eight QBR. He didn't look as good as he did in game one, but he still pulled it out, got the victory. The rushing game really helped the Giants without Saquon Barkley. So it's good that they can hold it in. But they did face a Redskins team who they had Dwayne Haskins and he didn't do really good at all. Surprisingly, had a higher QBR than Josh Allen at 32. Because he what um, nine to seventeen, only one hundred and seven yards, and also threw three interceptions. And that's all I have. So I'm going to stop this recording now. Oh, you good? I was going to stop the recording and resumed when you came back. All right, so John is back from his I'm phone call. I'm sorry about that, fellas. It's all good. I just finished talking about everything on my list, so now we're going to get your thoughts on what I have. All right. So um, Tom Brady and the Patriots. Yes, that offense was absolutely – oh, man. Defense is definitely the reason defense they're still Like I said, guys, Bill's, def- Bill's defense is good, as well as the Patriots' defense is good. Even the Bills' offense was bad. Yeah, Josh Allen, only a 28 QBR. And I know. 24, <laughs> last, 24 QBR. Last podcast I said I think he'd be one of the best quarterbacks out of that draft. I'm still sticking with that. I think he, he just had a bad game. I think he just had a bad game. Um, Got it. probably a concussion. I haven't seen any updates regarding it. So he might be out for a couple games. But yes. they don't have stiff competition coming up. No. And, and they also have a bye week, too. So they can definitely give him time to rest. But, yeah, I mean, just both defense – I mean, both defense. Both defense play good. Both offense. Crap. Crap. Trash. Uh, what was Tom Brady's stats? It was um, 18 of 39, 150 yards, one interception. No touchdown. That's definitely not Tom Brady numbers. But, again, uh, usually uh, when a defense like that gets to Tom Brady, he has those kind of games. But uh, he'll definitely bounce back. But yeah. I'm just surprised because I honestly thought Tom Brady was going to go out there and have a good game. But um, just the Bills' defense that got to him. Yeah, and the Patriots' defense. Whew. Uh, Devin McCourty, four straight games with an interception. Yes, I think he tied a record. Uh, I didn't see that, but I did see a fun fact. Uh, before these four games, Devin McCourty only had four interceptions in his previous 68 games. Oh, wow. So it's doing something different this year. The balls yeah, are no. getting thrown right to him. I watched all yeah. of them. I think about Josh Allen, this guy, this guy, this kid, because I he, I'm older than him, so he's a kid. Uh, yeah, he's 22, I think. But anyways, uh, Josh Allen, he, some of the throws he was making yesterday, you know, throwing the ball deep down the field when nobody was uh, down there, just except except Patriots players. Uh, that's something he really needs to work on. Because uh, his career stats, he has 12 touchdowns, 18 interceptions. For a guy who's been only in the league for two years, that's kind of crappy. But um. I'm sorry, I memorized. WWE released a video of the new Raw stage. Oh, they did? Yeah, so if you want to look at it. Uh, here, you just play. But um, while you're watching it, um, talk about Frank Gore reaching 15,000 career yards. Frank Gore, in my opinion, one of the best running backs when they play this game. 
and uh, he got it on a 48-yard run. 40-yard like, run. Put him, like, right on 15,000. But uh, in my opinion, uh, one of the guys yesterday, one of the announcers said uh, he won't, he doesn't think he'll never see a 15,000-yard uh, rusher, which I definitely agree with that. Um, it's crazy how long Frank Ware has been playing this game. What year did he debut, John? That's He's an been only for 15 years. Fi- that, that's quite a while. Uh, what's 15 years? That'd be 2003. Four. 2004. Uh, I know, at one point, Frank Ware was one of the best running backs in this game. He was a third-round pick in 2005. Oh, 2005? Yes. I just looked it up. But um, just this guy, he's still going at it. Uh, I definitely think he uh, wants to... Uh, can you look up the list? Does it say who it is? Of uh, 15,000-yard rushers? Yeah, who is behind. Yeah, I think check. he's behind... Um, I want to say it's either Barry Sanders or Emmett Smith. Um... Um... I didn't want to do that sound, but whatever. But yeah, it's my opinion. I think Frank Ward's definitely one of the top running backs to ever play this game. Now, fifty thousand yards—that that definitely says it right there. All right, so um, he's fourth all time on career rushing, behind Barry Sanders at fifteen thousand two hundred sixty-nine, Walter Payton at sixteen thousand seven hundred twenty-six, and Emmett Smith at eighteen thousand three hundred fifty-five. Yeah, there's, there's no way he's gonna get to uh. Barry San- uh, get to uh, Emmett, Emmett Smith, Smith or Walter Payton. He might get to Walter Payton if he plays for another year or two. Uh, what was uh, Barry Sanders? 15,269. And uh, what's uh, Frank Orat? I don't know the exact one right now, but he just reached 15,000, so he only has a couple hundred to go. So he'll definitely beat, Gay- if beat Barry he, Sanders by the end of the year. Or if he doesn't, I think he might play one more year. To try to get to Walter Payton? Yes, but that's incredible. 15,000 yards. Yeah, just think about that. That's one thousand. No, that's one hundred fifty football fields. That's crazy. Congratulations to Frank Orr. Yeah, keep it up. Just why are you on the Bills? <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the other thing I wrote down for you, John, is our score. You're up eighteen eleven to seventeen to twelve, which is really close. But um, and we both picked the same team for Monday Night Football. So regardless, after week four, you're in the lead. So mm-hmm. congratulations. Thank you. You still can come back. And that's assuming I didn't destroy you in week two because I still haven't looked back. And I probably will just forget week two existed. Yeah. Because I'm too lazy. But other than that, Daniel Jones, 23-31, 255 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions, 78 QBR. I want to know uh, if Daniel Jones is still the right move for the Giants, even though they won 24-3. to yeah, I definitely think so. Even though it was uh, what you said uh, it was an off game, it was an off game. One touchdown, two interceptions. Yeah, I mean, it was definitely an off game. Uh, you can have that kind of game. Um, I still think he's the right choice. I I, agree. I think he's a decent quarterback. Then uh, Dwayne Haskins, Haskins, not I think, so hot. Uh, one hundred three yards and three interceptions. Uh, nine of seventeen, one hundred seven yards, three interceptions, thirty two QBR, surprisingly higher than Josh Allen's. <laughs> I mean, three interceptions, not no freaking touchdowns, not even getting close to two hundred yards. But you know that was Dwayne's first, uh, Dwayne Haskins' first start, I believe. So you can't jump the gun and say, "Oh, this guy's a bust." Yeah, and they, they put Case Keenum in too. So yeah, Case Keenum's poo poo caca. <laughs> yeah, so much that they took out Dwayne Haskins for him. 
But I, I think Case Kim didn't do anything either. No. So. But I definitely got to give Dwayne Haskins some time to pan out. No, he's still a rookie. He's still, uh, still got time to develop. Same thing with uh, Daniel Jones. You know, they're both rookies. But I definitely think that Daniel Jones is the right move for the Giants. I know I said it again. Um, I know I said I. I don't know what's wrong with me tonight. I'll say it again. I really think that Giants fans will regret booing this guy. Danny Dimes, baby. Danny yeah. Dimes. So, I do have a question for you. I have an answer. Next week, the Patriots, they're playing the Redskins. How many interceptions do the Patriots get? And is one of them by Devin McCourty? Yes. I'm going to say uh, Patriots will get two interceptions. Uh, and one will be Dev by Devin McCourty? Yes, pick six. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was, that was just a quick thing. And there's another thing on Mitchell Trubisky. Got hurt last night. Oh, yeah. Now uh, They said he's not having shoulder surgery, though. But it makes me wonder how many games he will miss. Now, if there's any Bears fans that listen to us, uh, listen to us, you guys shouldn't be worried at all. You guys still got a great defense. I know, Um. oh, my God, what's his name? What's his name? What is his name? Khalil he was on Mack? the Eagles. No. No, the quarterback. Um, oh, yeah, you should backup. Um, oh, what is his name? Daniel. Uh, Chase Daniels. Chase Daniels. That's right. I just saw um, I know you guys are probably getting freaked out about Chase Daniels being uh, taken over for a little while. Depends how many games. Um Mr. Trubisky misses, but uh, you guys still got a good defense. You know, look at the defense the Bears be- uh, had back in, I think it was 1985-1986, when their quarterback was Jim McMahon. You look at all the uh, quarterbacks that are not good that had good defenses behind them. I know Trent Dilfer for the Ravens, um, Joe Flacco with the Ravens as well. Uh, yes, Brad, Joe Flacco is never elite. I'm sorry about that, buddy, old pal. And another thing is, Brad, I'm getting off track here. I am never taking the Colts again. Yeah, same. I only took the Colts to make you feel good. Did you really? Yeah. I took the Colts because I felt bad because um, I went against them tw- uh, two weeks in a row. That's but okay. I'm he says he doesn't listen anyways based on that when he was here. Good. I don't listen to your podcast either. Okay, good. I'm, okay, let's see. I'm, right. lo- I'm looking at the uh, Colts schedule, and I'm going to... I'm gonna I'll get back to f- I'm going to read you who they're facing for the remainder of their schedule, and just tell me if you're going to take them, okay? Chiefs. N- Absolutely not. Texans. No. Broncos. No. Even though they're own four? Yes. Uh Steelers. No. Dolphins. No, Brad. No, I'm taking the Dolphins in that game. <laughs> <laughs> Jaguars. Thirteen and three Bobby. Texans. Nope, no, not taking the Colts. Titans. Not taking the Colts. Bucks. Not taking the Colts. Saints. Not taking the Colts. Panthers. Not taking the Colts. Jaguars. Not taking the Colts. <laughs> okay, but sorry, uh, Brad. They're losing every game apparently. But yeah, like I said, uh, you know, just look at these quarterbacks who are not that good that had good defenses. No, I was at Joe Flacco. Um, when the Buccaneers won the Super Bowl, their quarterback was Brad Johnson, I think. Speaking of the Buccaneers, they scored fifty-five. Fifty-five points, points versus 50, the Rams. Yeah, fifty-five to forty. How you, can that Rams? Uh, I know one of the. Uh, I think a couple of Bucks touchdowns were. Um, uh, one was a fumble. I think I don't know if one was a pick six, but just I'm disappointed in the Rams. 
I have their defense on my fantasy team. So they probably They're the reason something. I lost. But Jared Goff did help me get 40 points. But, so. yeah, Bears oh, yeah. fans, it's going to be okay. we got a good defense. Uh, look at those quarterbacks I just named that uh, that the defense carried them. Yeah, but uh, moving back to Mitchell Trubisky for a second, mm-hmm. according to Adam Schefter, uh, the Bears revealed he has a dislocated left shoulder with a slight labrum tear but does not need surgery and should be back sooner rather sooner rather than later. He will travel with the team to London, but is unlikely to play. And following London is their bye week. So he has plenty of time to recover. So it's two weeks to recover. But, yeah, I mean, I think the Bears will be fine. Like I said, uh, they got a good defense. Um, so Bears fans, you guys got nothing to worry about. Uh, Just a small hurdle. I should, probably should ask you who they're playing in those games. Uh, let's find out. Do you want to take a random guess? I want to say one of them is going to be a division game. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I want to say one to be a division game. All uh, right, so they're facing the Raiders next week in London. Okay, that yeah. Then it's their Bears bye week. Fine. And then they're facing the Saints and the Chargers and then the Eagles following that. Ooh! So those those are their next five weeks. But yeah, I know Chase Daniels isn't real name that gets people going and saying, "Oh yeah, we're gonna win, we're gonna win." He's definitely not a name, considering you're not even saying it correctly. What is it, Chase Daniel? It's Chase Daniel. Chase Daniel. You said Chase Daniels. Uh, whatever. <laughs> I know. I'm just messing. I don't like him. <laughs> I'm just messing. I don't, I don't like him. He was on the. I don't even like him. He was on the Eagles. I don't know why they even brought him in. <laughs> Do you want to? Uh, Flip the TV to USA for the start of Raw. Yeah, I can do it. Um, I we're gonna ra- wrap up the podcast here. I hope you enjoyed. It got a little out of control. Yeah, I know, guys. Which yeah. I liked. It, I liked how it got. We just kind of just went with what we were t- what we went with. One Vontez perfect. We had a little XFL rant. No, just talk but about random things. Say, I hope you guys I like enjoyed those. it. Yeah, I think it's fun sometimes. Yeah, there's no video this time as you're not watching this on YouTube for sure. But I don't know. We're testing it out, seeing if it helps us just speak more normal, and mm-hmm. I, I think it did to a degree. But if you did, uh, please rate, review, and subscribe on yep. Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. And you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at William Kluski, as you heard in the middle of the show. Yep. Follow him on Twitter and his yes. Instagram as well. Heard it in the middle of the show, but John, you want to repeat? If you guys didn't hear, uh, you probably should have. Sorry for being rude. Uh, my Instagram is John O'Halloran15. That's O-H-A-L-L-O-R-A-N-15. My uh, Twitter is underbar John, underbar O'Halloran. And like I said, if you want to go to my YouTube channel, which I haven't posted in a long time, that's also John O'Halloran. And thanks for listening. You can follow the show also at Twitter, Instagram, at TTLpod. And this was a good end for the show because I started getting the hiccups. So thanks, fellas. We'll see you Saturday.